Why would I make them so uncomfortable? It probably has to do with your reputation. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? His face was so blank and expressionless. He didn't even seem human. I'm not turning my back on anyone! Have you ever found a metal implant in your body? Have you checked everywhere? Mulder, you have to understand! Put it down! You put it down first! Scully! Free, free Mulder, Mulder. Release him. Free him. <laughs> let him no, roam free. Yeah, no, don't do that. Mulder's an indoor cat. Yes. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can't let Mulder outside. No, for not not just for his sake, but for everybody. Right, for the sake of the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to a brand new and free, free. episode of Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Absolutely free. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Um, we you had, know, we've been we, looking for yeah, a good season we eighter. We hadn't done one in a while. What was the last free one we did? I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. Was it the either. Batman one? No, it probably wasn't the no. Batman. No, I don't think we've done a season eight. Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not think so. I, I think we're in a season that is um, seen as less hype. Yes. Does that make sense? No, 100%. So yeah. like, I also, so, um, <laughs> I also didn't remember season eight that much. So there's also this thing where it's like, I don't look at episode titles right, of these, season eight and these, go, oh, that's got to be a free one, you know? Yeah, these episodes kind of sneak up on us. Right. Uh, it's I like, did this one. Because it's like the gift. Oh, what's that? Oh, shit. This is one where Dog gets eaten. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good contender, <laughs> a good but we went with one. this yeah. one. Um, uh, folks, for, for people just joining us, for, mm-hmm. for people who perhaps aren't subscribed to our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed, uh, we have this show on our patreon called fox boulders a maniac it's the one you are currently listening to Mm -hmm. this moment and what we do uh you see what we do is we uh me me and me and tom here we uh watch the x-files and we uh talk about how agent fox Mulder perhaps shouldn't be a uh fbi agent and perhaps shouldn't be in like polite society right he shouldn't Uh, he shouldn't be allowed to walk among us just freely yeah he is, in fact, a maniac. Um, this is a show we do exclusively on our Patreon, unless we release free episodes. So if this, uh, you know, if this gets you off, uh, you might want to go back in and subscribe to our Patreon, where you will you will see episode after episode, like over 100 uh, scores of episodes uh, for every single episode of The X-Files. Yeah, uh, it's well over 100 at this point. I think we're approaching 200 at this point. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're not quite there. Um, you know, we did the season one, then after that comes two and so on and so forth. You know how numbers work. And that means we are now at season eight, eight, episode 13, otherwise known as Permanum. Uh, this is, uh, Pernamum. This is, uh, this is, this is, uh, not a, I wouldn't call this like an iconic episode. Uh, it was one we felt should be free just because of the madness it's pretty within it. it's pretty nuts in a couple of spots but also um and this wasn't a reason we intended this is just kind of a happy accident this is sort of kicking off the next big mythology storyline right that is correct like this it, is it this sure is, appears to be this is kicking off the super soldiers yeah and scully's baby and all that stuff yeah um for people who don't 
recall. Season eight is the beginning of Mulder's abduction. Um, what actually happened is that David Duchovny did not want to make that many episodes anymore. Um, and for season eight, I, I want to go do a... movies. <laughs> yes, he wanted to be, be he wanted, playing he, God. He wanted to be a movie star. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to go uh, do evolution. Yeah, and you know what? The world is better for it. Uh, you know, one could yeah, argue it's, def- it's definitely not like a net loss. Evolution, yeah. like the world's not a worse place for evolution. Sure. Yeah, I think so. And um, so for season eight, uh, David Duchovny, uh, after contractual discussions, agreed for uh, 11 episodes of this season. This is the fourth appearance of Duchovny. Uh, if people are wondering, what have we been doing without Mulder? Is, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about how Scully is kind of... Scully's, her, uh, Scully's really trying to be like fill the, those shoes. Yeah, she's she's trying to be like older brother when dad dies. Like she's trying to step in <laughs> and occupy that Mulder role, and she's she's pretty shaky. She's not sure of herself, but this season, like she's, I feel like she's overcorrecting hardcore because she's going really bananas this season and just trying she to really be like, is. man, what would Mulder do in this situation? Which is never a question you should ask yourself. Oh, yeah. We've also been exploring John Doggett, and we have a new segment about how he doesn't need this, because Mm -hmm. John Doggett's entire deal as the sort of, not replacement for Mulder, but they brought in Robert Patrick to, you know... Yeah, uh, be the new partner. He'd be the new partner. It's a new dynamic. What that really means is that John Doggett has been just ruined psychologically, physically, in the 13 episodes he's been around. Um, in the last episode, she made him go into the subway alone to get to fight like a virus. Yep. Um, and in this episode, she just is like, okay, you're in charge of the X-Files now. Bye. Bye. Yeah. He's like, I didn't want this at all. Like he was brought in to find Mulder and now he's getting attacked by like subway (laughs) viruses. Subway squids and and bat people. He's getting eaten. (laughs) This was not what he, uh, signed up for. John Doggett does does not need this he's a he's a very serious investigator he's the kind of dude that you'd put to like find ted kaczynski and they're throwing yeah. him on bigfoot cases yeah it's uh it's it's a wonderful dynamic like i was really worried going into this season and there is just so so much uh you know so much meat to to chew uh in these in these episodes that yeah. don't have Mulder. Yeah. I think I think However, this I think this season has a I mean the season's not good, but I think the Mulderless <laughs> episodes, I, I watching them now, twenty years removed, um, I do think they get a worse rap. Because I, I, I do yes. I do think the dynamic between Doggett and Scully is interesting. I like Doggett. Um I I could have seen the show kind of going in a slightly different direction uh, with the dynamic between these two characters. It's it's Colin Quinn doing Weekend Update after Norm MacDonald. Um, does that make sense? Uh, a a, where little, a like, little bit, but I, I don't think Colin Quinn's particularly good, but I do understand what you're saying. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, what I'm saying is that like it's hard to move on from Mulder. I mean, Scully's fantastic. Jillian Anderson, we love her. But like I understand why people at the time, including myself, was like, this doesn't feel like the show I... I, I wrote the sh- I wrote love. the show off at this point. Like I I really yeah. I really 
from the time Duchovny left the show, I really only saw a couple more episodes. Right. And they kind of ended the series around season five. Like they jumped the shark around that where they like they closed out the syndicate. They ended stuff. the syndicate. Yeah. Which was the first yeah. the first big overall mythology storyline. Um, and now this yes. episode is the beginning of the super soldier one, which is like infinitely weirder. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 actually it's early mystery box, you know, where it's like. They they opened the mystery box around season five, and then with Mulder's sister, they they do that around season six or seven, um, and now they're just sort of like tap dancing because no one told them to stop, and they're like, well, we like money, uh, and like for that reason, it's a little aimless, but it's still very talented people making these episodes, so you know, yeah, it's much more monster of the week in season eight. Right. Most episodes good. are bottle episodes. Yeah. Uh, and so, like we said, this is more of mythology. Mm-hmm. This is also the introduction of Adam Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> sure you know, is. Everybody loves Adam Baldwin. Uh, and uh, he uh, apparently auditioned for the part of Doggett. That and I he could, lost. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you're too tall because he's really tall in this. I know. He is massive. Um, like, that's, that's a, a thing you forget about Adam Baldwin is that he's a massive dude. Yeah, but they, they he did good in the audition, so they're like, you know, let's bring him back for... And he looks like he'd be friends with Doggett. He looks like a Doggett friend, you they, know? They don't... It's unclear whether they're friends in this episode. It's That's like, true. They just look like they'd hang out, you they, know? They have, like, a professional respect for each other, but, like, you're not sure about Adam Baldwin, which, don't like... Don't you want to see them hang out, like, go to the movies I, together? I really want to see how they became friends, but I also want to yeah. underline that what I said just a second ago, you're not really sure about Adam Baldwin. That's, like, an evergreen statement. Yes, it is. Uh, but anyway. he's a real adam baldwin he's a real type. adam baldwin character <laughs> yeah yeah so this this episode is uh you know cucked by an alien <laughs> you know that would be the the scandalous novel version right uh it's uh it's yeah, about man uh, i can see that weekly world news front page a hundred percent by an alien <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's about alien babies uh women giving birth to alien babies yeah. um and scully uh is also super prego um but she's not telling anybody and boy we will talk about mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. but uh this is like kind of she already announced she was pregnant on the like the show but this is like a first pregnancy episode that i remember and she's of course kind of worried that she might got a little little alien, you know, right, squiggling around, right, squirming inside of her. Like the X file basically is this dude Duffy Haskell um, in the cold open sees his wife is giving birth, and these dos- doctors are performing the birth, and they tell they shoo him out of the room and lock him out, and then she gives birth to an alien baby. Um, yep. So we um, in the show, this guy Duffy goes to. Doggett, I guess, um, he had been sending a bunch of letters to Mulder in the past, but basically he's trying to get the X-Files to look into what's happening with his wife and what has happened to similar women who mysteriously got pregnant. They were they had a history of alien abductions and they died during childbirth. And he's alleging that the doctors killed her and stole the alien baby. So Doggett's looking into this and he presents all this information and it's all lining up exactly to what happened to Scully. So Scully gets freaked out. Um and makes it her like personal mission to make sure that her baby that she's currently pregnant with isn't an alien and also to get right. to the bottom of this alien baby nonsense and she doesn't no um, she doesn't she super this is doesn't. kind of a cliffhanger yeah 
It's yeah, like like they, we said, um, it's, it's kind of like setting Adam, up the next phase of the mythology of the X-Files. Yeah, Adam Baldwin kind of betrays her and uh, they're like, she gave birth to the baby and it was fine. And she's like, it was not fine. It was an alien, but she has no proof. Um, should we get into our first segment? We should. The world's luckiest detective. This is when uh, the case just sort of falls into their lap. I mean, it happened a lot for Mulder. You know, the main the main reason of that about this was how Mulder kind of just lucks into everything. But as does Scully and Doggett, uh, I would say a big lucky part of this is um, was there a reason this person came to Scully? He was who happened to be pregnant at the same time. Apparently, uh, we learned that this guy, Duffy Haskell, is a spook. He's like a CIA plant. He's not really who he says he is. And apparently, he's been trying to steer Scully into going to this hospital the whole time. So, like, okay, so there is a reason. Yeah. So, the luckiest detective part is like, it's just like they're just cogs in a conspiracy in this episode. That's it. Yeah, they really are. They're just being like pushed around. I mean, there's some moments like Scully stumbles into the dead baby museum. Oh my god, uh, which is a weird moment because she. Yeah, I had that written down. <laughs> just the genetics lab just has all of its dead freak babies on display in an unlocked room. Like- yes, and she just stumbles <laughs> into it. And that's like a first red flag. But also the doctor comes in. And he's like, who let you in here? And she just awkwardly leaves. Right. He's <laughs> like, like, you I, shouldn't I, be up here. You should be waiting up front. And there are tanks. There are back to tanks full of freak babies behind yeah. him. And at like, no point mutants, he's like, oh, absolute I mutants. Mean, and he's like, you right. should wait in the lobby. <laughs> Yeah, and this is it's kind of the next segment, but Scully just leaves. Yeah. And I was like, that's it's like odd. I feel like you should arrest him on site for crimes against humanity. Right. Are you and seeing the general... that it's the alien resurrection room she just walked into? Yeah. And I think the the overall like luckiness of this, besides also the woman showing up and being like, Hi, you and my our babies are in danger. Um and it just sort of hitting Scully as soon as she's yeah. super pregnant. But like it, the bad guys are terrible. Uh, they leave their evidence out. She gets Scully when she th- brings the woman to the hospital that she thinks is safe. Um, it's she's a- like, also, you know, give me an ultrasound while I'm here. Yeah, Fuck it. Might as well. Might as well do a, there's a certain type of uh, test they can do. I forget what it's called. But anyway, she asks, she, she, she basically just is like, might as well have an OBGYN checkup while I'm here with right. this woman who I believe the government is coming to kill to steal her alien baby. Yeah. Might as well just have she's a like, checkup the, while I'm here. Right. The hospital's like, it's two for one Friday. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Sweet. Um, Glad I came here on she, this day. They, they look at, they examine the baby on the ultrasound. They're like, look, the baby's fine. And then the woman's like, I have to go. And she leaves Scully in the room where a VCR is attached to the ultrasound and playing in plain sight. Yeah. And Scully just looks in and goes like, huh, that's weird. And ejects it. And the ultrasound tape has another woman's name on it. And it's like, so you guys didn't even try to hide the fact that you were showing her a pre-taped ultrasound, huh? Yeah. Like, that's what tips Scully off. And it, it's like, you could do better right like you could do better you could you could have the vcr hidden that's like the, like the whole episode is kind of like that which tickles me that it's just kind of a really sloppy conspiracy they just don't care yes they're like well whatever they, if yes. even if she finds the evidence we're just going to cover it up and make her look like she's crazy so that's like the the essence of luckiest detective for this episode it's just that the conspiracy is so sloppy they just don't care 
They really don't. Again, they keep all their dead babies in just a room that's unlocked. Yeah. And they're like, like, yeah, it's our baby room. In backlit tanks, they're on display. Right. They're like action figures. Like like Like, aquariums in this room. (laughs) They're just like on display. Yeah, I like having them. I like having them in this room. You know? I do I do a video game stream in this room. It's a good backdrop, you know? It's it's cool. Yeah. Like it's like people who collect like medical odysseys, like med- oddities, yeah. like medical specimens and jars. Like I don't know, I just, you know, I'm interested in the science behind it. It's like, "Now nah, you're just a, you're just a weird fucking freak, aren't you?" Yeah. And that's exactly. that's what this guy is. <laughs> yeah, he really is. It's the weirdest room to to have in a hospital. Like yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a, gen- it's a, gen- home, it's a genetics lab, which is the funniest thing to like. Right. Yeah, it, 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 I forget what it was called, but it's just like something genetics. It's like full on just a gene splicing lab that she takes it's this weird. pregnant lady to. And it has a room full of babies, mutant babies and canisters. The, and she's just like, oopsies. well, I'll go wait in the lobby. <laughs> Why don't they dispose? It's like when a bar has all the fake IDs up on the wall. It's just like. I don't know. We just think it's fun to have these here. You know what I mean? Where it's like normally you destroy something like that, right? It's I, medical well, waste. For that, I think the idea is like bouncers can look and see if the same person is trying to come back in. But anyway. That's fair. But so yes. what you're saying is that has more use that than these, ha- uh, that, this dead baby that museum. That is more like function than this dead baby museum. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't know because, okay, uh, maybe they need the, the DNA and file. Okay, put them in a freezer. Put them, put them in a drawer. You don't need to, like, visually see them. Why would you do that at all? No idea. Uh, no, no idea. It just has them, so, yeah. they have them displayed like pop figurines. They really do. And, like, that really, it should, the episode should have come to a screeching halt. And Scully should have been like, I'm sorry, I'm getting a team yeah, in That here. should be the rest of the episode, is investigating that room. Right! That room is an X-File. Yeah. Uh, like, who did that? Why that, would they do it? That room is a felony. Yeah. It really is. Um, <laughs> so I... <laughs> I don't really don't have much for Luckiest Detective. It's really just that, the yeah. It's a sloppy conspiracy. The conspiracy theory... It really is... I Like, it feels like they've... No, it's like... It's like the episode where Mulder was like, Scully, I'm always right. Can't you just deal with that? It feels like the conspiracy people are like, they never find, like they always find just enough. Um, but like, we all know what what's up here. Like we don't have to care as much anymore. Like they know there's aliens. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, it's like when, in a fucking Scorsese film, whenever the FBI and, and, the, and the, the, the mob are like playing a game. Where it's like, yeah, we all know the score here. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, damn. Are we ready for our next segment then? I think we are. I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time this is... <laughs> to abduct a pregnant woman mm-hmm. and drive her to a weird genetics laboratory that has a dead baby museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's time for Scully After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, shit, well, do we want to <laughs> do we want to start with Scully? Because I got to tell you, there's Mulder after dark. That's in this. We true, even about man. It. I screwed it up two two uh, episodes in a row. It's okay, folks. This time Mulder is in this. It's this time. It's time to put on your best casual wear and uh, okay. just just crash on your partner's couch after jerking off in a cup for her. 
because it's Smolder <laughs> after dark. Oh, yeah, it is. Mulder is in flashbacks mm-hmm. in this. Uh, and we get, I believe, exactly three, three flashbacks. Or, three or four scenes with Mulder. Yeah, maybe four. Um, and he is immediately... His first, uh, his first scene in this episode, spoilers, is a 10 for Crazy yeah. like, like a Fox. Yeah, there, this is, um, I can't fucking believe this. I can't believe it to the extent that I, did, I wasn't sure I had seen it correctly. I was like, surely that's not the scene. Right, you like rewound um, it. Yeah, so flashback one. So this is all around Scully and her baby, right? Yes. And what we learn is that Scully has been going to a doctor and finding out that she she can't uh, have children. Uh, real, and, real quick, I want to point out that her doctor's name is Dr. Parenti. Okay. Dr. What's this? Parent I. Oh. Parenti. God, she, it's a fake name. She should have known. Dr. Parenti. That's like being called yeah. Dr. Babini or something. <laughs> Uh, anyway um, and, uh, so scully obviously is pregnant so these flashbacks is like okay this is interesting um she gets in an elevator with Mulder. she sure does and she she had just gone to the doctor and i really gotta set this up because she says to Mulder, like i i don't want to keep things from you because at first he's like how'd it go and she's like fine and then he kind of gives her a look or something and she's like we're friends. We friends don't keep things from each other. This is more or less what she says. And she's like, so I guess I'm going to tell you, I, I just found out that I can't uh, have children. Uh, and after this very vulnerable moment, uh, Mulder replies with basically, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so he asks, because... he, he sees Scully in the elevator. <laughs> He asked her, how did it go? And she says, oh, it went fine. And then he, like, stops the elevator doors from closing. I feel like that's important because she was trying to end the conversation. So Mulder forces this conversation. And he's like, no, really, tell me what's wrong. Can't can't stress that it's like Scully saying, like, I'm going to put myself out there. We trust each other. Yeah. It's a moment of trust. Yeah. She's like, oh, I should have told you. I'm barren. After my abduction, I can't give birth. I never told you, even though you were always there for me during my abduction, all these hard times. I, I can't give birth anymore after this abduction. And then Mulder basically says, oh, I know. I actually know the reason why you're barren. <laughs> so, so it turns out. He says, we, he, he unloads all of this. He's like, oh, I already know that you're barren. I actually know the reason why you're barren. It's because your ova were scooped out and stored in a government lab. Yes. I took he your eggs that- to a scientist to tell me if they were okay. He said no, so I didn't tell you because I couldn't bear to give you another piece of bad news. Then That's he cool. gets off the elevator, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he is leaving the conversation <laughs> at that point. So, Scully was abducted how many seasons ago? Maybe four? Four. I think it was season two. Yeah. So, um, so six. Six seasons ago. Yeah. Oh, and then she was adu- she was abducted means. again with um, Veronica Cartwright, wasn't she? Anyway, it's it's. I think she's been abducted twice, season two and yes. season five, maybe. Anyway, something like that. What that means is, for at least a few years, Mulder has just been sitting on the knowledge that his friend is barren and not telling her. And when she says, "Oh, fr- <laughs> friends share secrets," he's like, "Oh yeah, I already knew that secret because me." 
I've been betraying your trust mm-hmm. <laughs> about an extremely important part of your anatomy, your body. And then he leaves. Not only and it's... Scully doesn't, doesn't immediately attack him. No, they just continue their conversation for a little bit. But like, not only is it, I already knew this secret and I didn't tell you. It's, oh, I found your eggs in a lab and I took them. Your, yeah. your eggs were in I my did, possession. I did, I did some lab work with your I eggs. I took them to a doctor to have yeah. them checked out. Played with them in my car while I was Dave, driving there in traffic. Dave, why would he do that without talking to her? <laughs> I want to see if these eggs are still good. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he, went to, you know he went to fucking Chuck. Yeah, of course he, he took went to those Chuck. eggs to Chuck. He made some like gross jokes with Chuck about Hell her yeah. eggs. Oh man, it was it was foul. They can't air that the conversation yeah. he had with Chuck. That is just the most upsetting fucking sequence. Like he basically he basically tells her, "Yes, I know why you're barren. It was because the government stole your eggs. I found them. I took them to get them tested. They were no good, so I threw them away." That's basically yeah. what he tells her. Yeah. She's like, I also go through your laundry. Like, it's just like really fucking weird and invasive of Mulder to have known this, kept it for like that is Well we've fucking I know we've established it's like it's like canon that Mulder goes through people's trash. Of course. So it's he doesn't see no reason he He does not see these boundaries. They're simply not visible no. to him. He is he has watched Scully through high powered fucking binoculars, binoculars. Hell yeah, yeah. For no good reason. Um. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. And I, I that scene. That's flashback one with Boulder. That's like ten minutes um, into the episode. They hit you yeah, with this. That I can't fucking believe that they this would be okay. And I, I just, I guess I have to go into Scully after dark because this is one thing after a next, and this show, this episode just pummels you. So flashback two. Uh. After learning that Mulder has secretly been keeping this from her and uh, generally just knowing who Mulder is, Scully goes to Mulder and says, I want to try to have a child. Um, I want you to be the sperm donor. Absolutely fucking outrageous. Nope. That Scully would look at Mulder and go, I need that juice in me. Yeah, I need That's some of this. I need. I need some of this DNA. And in that scene, she actually thought Mulder would say no. Right. And of course, Let Mulder me... says, uh, yeah, he talks about at that part. I'm a pro about jerking off. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Mulder. <sighs> Mulder has I'm... never refused a request for his spur. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was I was surprised he didn't like mail her his jizz after this. Right, I'm like, surprised he didn't. unclear about the process. I'm surprised he didn't just get up and go into the next room and pull some right. out of the refrigerator. It's like, ah, oh, sure, here you go. I'm yelling a bunch. I, re- Scully, I really need how, to break down. Like, how recent do you like? Like, sixty days, ninety days? <laughs> yeah, I keep a bunch. I keep them all um, indexed in my refrigerator. But yes, right. hell yeah, he makes a jerk-off joke to his partner who requested you be her sperm donor because she has a very narrow window to get pregnant and she's running out of time. Yeah, Perfect time for a jerk-off joke. About, we've talked about how Scully 
doesn't have good men in her life and this is proof she really doesn't uh, because Mulder really is the best choice in terms of the men in her life because she knows him the best like right. you could argue like well I mean I don't know like, like the other men like who are the other people she knows Skinner like well yeah Skinner he's he exudes excellence I would have asked Skinner I would have asked, Skinner, asked Skinner but like she doesn't know him that well <laughs> So. Yeah, I still would have asked him. He's got strong <laughs> swimmers. Yeah, he does. Look at Skinner. Yeah. Everything about him a- just just exudes excellence. Right. I want to. <laughs> I I really want to point something out. Is that Scully actually spoilers is pregnant with Mulder's child? Yes. Because they uh, had sex. It it because uh, reveal at the end of this episode is this doesn't take. Um, Mulder as a sperm donor doesn't take. And it is implied later that, you know, they've, they have, are romantically involved. Um, that to me is less unhinged than this because having sex with Mulder, like, you know, there's the, you know, you know, people are attracted to crazy, uh, you know, Mulder is, he's, he's not, he, he, you know, he's not a, he's not a, a piece of trash. Like he's a good looking man. No, Mulder's a handsome um, dude. He's just a goblin. The moment. Yeah. He did the moment, all that. I can see that happening. Uh, but looking at Mulder, right, and knowing, specifically selecting Mulder to be yes. the other half of the DNA that's going to produce your child is a different decision exactly. than, than deciding to have sex with Mulder. Happening. Yeah. Uh, but looking at Mulder, looking at his background, looking at his father, who is the cigarette smoking man, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> looking at his entire family history and him and the amount of times she has shot him more than once mm-hmm. out of defense and being like, that is the man that I want to, uh, to be the father of my child. Uh, I don't know what to say in the same fucking, at least week that this guy revealed that he had secretly taken your fucking Ova to a scientist and learned that you were barren and t- uh, kept it from you. Like, and didn't tell you God. for like six years at least. Yeah. She doesn't even flinch at that news. And it really shows how Scully has just, it's a cult, you know? Right. Her, Skinner's in the cult. Scully's in the cult. They're all in the they're all in the. Cult. They're all, he, he, yeah. He takes over everyone's life and completely destroys it. But yeah, her response to what Mulder tells her is, I think I need a second opinion. So she goes, right. to, she goes to see Dr. Parenti, who assures her that she's totally able to give birth as long as they act quickly hence she rushes home to ask Mulder for his sperm it's like i'd go anonymous at that point yeah like if Mulder's your best choice just be like man just roll those dice yes roll the dice maybe you'll get a baseball player sweet christ scully (laughs) we we talked about like both of them are bad about this is any episode where they have a romantic interest it's always the most unhinged person imaginable right it's the most it's the most toxic relationship (laughs) like always hands down they need they really need to fucking recalibrate some stuff but again i feel like at this point Mulder's like scully skinner i'm gonna need you guys to murder suicide for this to to uncover the truth and they're like cool yeah we've been expecting they will they will yes they will die for him he is their caress Yeah, he is their Koresh at this point. It's been this very slow, like you compare this Scully to season one Scully, and it's bleak. bleak it's, stuff. it's real dark. Yeah, she's she's fallen pretty far. Oh man, my goodness. That's I mean that's real baby. That's really the main thing. 
Yeah, I like, mean, there's other like things. Not, not reacting to the baby museum was weird as shit. Oh, yeah, for Scully. Mm-hmm. I mean, she later, she brings this pregnant woman to a hospital and she's like, this woman believes there's a monster in her tummy. We got to get it out. And it's like, huh. I don't know if you needed to share that part with these doctors. Could have just said, like, this woman needs an emergency, you know, delivery. Right. And then and it might be unsettling what you find in there. Like, it's and, then, it's and then like in a lower voice, she says to the doctor, basically, she's not the only woman who might be pregnant with a monster. Right. And then like does like the meaningful eyebrow waggle. Like they, right. and they it's, have it's, her procedures done, too. It's one of those I'm going to need to run your badge moments where yeah. it's like you could just be like a, a random person who like killed an FBI agent and took their badge and kidnapped this lady. Like we don't know what this is, but we're right. like certainly you could just be that, Ray Liotta in identity. This could be a Ray Liotta right. in identity situation. <laughs> so that should have tipped Scully off that these doctors weren't on the level if they're they're just like okay, and she should be like, what do you mean okay? <laughs> Did you just hear what I told you? Did you hear every, what is this? Did you hear every word I said? Yeah, I expected a little bit of push, a little bit of resistance. But hey, maybe this is just a really good hospital. Let's see what their yeah. Yelp rating is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she is, you know, and she doesn't make good decisions. This this whole episode is about bad choices. Because at the end, when fucking uh, Adam Baldwin shows up and he's like, I know John Doggett. Get in this that's like the terrifying first, van. That's why it's like, I'm a friend of your parents. They've been in an accident. Like, yeah, exactly. Scully, don't, it's Adam Baldwin. Don't get into a car with Adam Baldwin. Yeah, into what can only be described as like a CIA. Uh, it's a Yukon. It's like yeah. it's like the standard issue CIA SUV. It's like he's it's, he's clearly a spook, and she the, just gets the in the car with him. It's the spy version of a white van. Yeah, you know, it's just like do not get into that car. You Absolutely will be, not. You will be disappeared. It's it's it's, um, dark. it's like forest green with deeply tinted windows. Don't get into yeah. that fucking car. For the love of God. So Scully makes some very bad choices throughout this episode. Um, and Mulder does too, but not in a way that's surprising. Yeah. Um, in a way that's standard Mulder it's choices. Pretty, pretty classic Mulder. Pretty classic Mulder. Uh, he's playing all the hits this episode. This episode is a whirlwind. Um, we haven't even like talked about what happens really in the episode. Because these flashbacks are out of control. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 wild. Um, we should talk about how John Doggett doesn't need this, right? Right. I have one more Mulder thing real oh, quick. Is okay. that he was pen pals with a guy who was like my wife was abducted. He was pen pals right? with with Duffy Duffy Haskell, the guy who turned right. out to be a CIA plant who was lying about his story. Right, and apparently he gave the letters to Skinner because they were threatening. I right? I wrote down in my notes that I want to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Like yes, Mulder um, was receiving ranting, threatening letters from a UFO maniac, and he just gave them to Skinner. Right, <laughs> like, which I think is funny because go, what in Mulder's head that's just not his job, <laughs> and it's like I I'm pretty sure well, it's your job too, Mulder. They never like, give it to the I don't know cops. Like he just gives it to Skinner. Like you deal with this guy. Skinner. He doesn't. When, when Skinner reveals this, he doesn't 
he doesn't explain why Mulder gave him the letters. Like right. the assumption is that Mulder passed on the letters because the guy was making threats against all these different doctors. But in yeah. actuality, Mulder might have passed it on because he was like, this guy is saying these doctors are evil alien baby harvesters. We need to well, look into this, sir. I think if that was what he thought, he wouldn't give them to Skinner. I think he gave them to Skinner because he doesn't think there's aliens. And that's why he's just like, this isn't for me. That makes the like, most sense, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, here, Skinner, you deal with this guy who might murder these doctors. Um, like when again, it's it should also be his job. Right. right? Yeah. When he was like, going when he was when he got after the movie, when they got bust down to like a, a homeland security detail, when he's like trying to make sure people aren't trying to be the next Timothy McVeigh, he thinks the assignment is beneath him. Right. <laughs> to During find terrorists. Era. That yeah, that era of Mulder, there were s- probably so many deaths on his hands oh, of yeah. bombings. Oh yeah, of Mulder just not paying attention because he's reading like some fucking ninja magazine or UFO mag or you know a porn UFO ninja magazine mm-hmm. while like just terrorism is being planned yeah, in and, the background and, and he's and not paying attention. Ninja fucking a squid on a flying saucer. That's what he's yeah. looking at. Well, Bigfoot 100%. jacking off in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of a porn that's just Bigfoot jerking it. Just Bigfoot that's it. hammering away on his hog. <laughs> a porn for only a very specific group yep. of people. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess it's time for our next segment then, right? Yeah, yeah. It's time for John Doggett doesn't need this. Mm, God, he sure doesn't. It's... So, it's just, yeah, this poor, exasperated little man, this whole episode. Yeah. So what we, there's a general dog, John Doggett basically has, like we said, he was just searching for Mulder and now he has to like be in charge of the X-Files, a thing he never wanted to be in charge of. And it starts with like this guy clearly coming into Doggett's office, like my wife gave birth to an alien and died. And I, I've been like and, talking and to the your doctor for a while. Her. Yeah. And Doggett's just like okay let me go through the files is this a new case this is an old case uh what's your name sir like he's i'm sure he's gotten like meetings like this at least twice a week since he's been on and what's funny Um, is like he explains to scully later like scully's like well how did you know all this like why did you think we would be interested in this story and he's like well this is your story isn't it like everything that this guy is describing is what happened to you and she's sort of like taken aback and he's like, well, I read all of the files. Like, I, I read them all. I'm familiar. And right. she's like, oh, well, I guess I'm. Job. She's like, I guess I'm like so impressed with your familiarity. But um, the implication is that Doggett is such like we keep saying he's a serious detective. He's just even though he's like mired in these booginses, he's still like, wow, fuck, I better read every like he's tr- he's still treating the X files as like precedent like it's still like okay these are all of our case files this is what i'm going to read and research this is what i'm going to base all of our theories and and possible leads on so he's still using this bug shit crazy text that is the x files he's got work ethic right he still memorized it like it's still ridiculous like fairies and werewolves but he still sat down and read every single word of it If you forced him to work at the circus, he'd go to clown college. Right. He'd be like, all right, I got to do the work. He'd be sitting there in clown makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Scully is furious at him for doing his job. Like, because she's like, why did you bring this guy in? And he's like, fuck, man. Like, it's the X-Files. This guy says his wife gave birth to an alien. 
what was I going to do? Like, re- like say no, like I'm doing the work. Like, why are you mad that I'm doing the work? Is that right? And he then, just... yeah, she's mad that he looked at the files and he's like, I'm sorry for knowing what we do. Right. The, the sort of arc between them in this episode is he's getting really frustrated with the fact that Scully's keeping so much from him. And so it's like, it gets yeah. the, in this, this very first scene between them, it gets to the point where he basically says, look, I'm just trying to do my job. I don't care if you're pregnant with a Bigfoot or whatever. I'm just collecting evidence because this guy says his wife was murdered by her doctors to steal her alien baby. And your doctor is one of those doctors. Right. In the like, last episode, Scully strapped a camera to Doug it and just ordered him around. And I think after that, Scully's like, why don't we do everything like that? Mm-hmm. It's a great system. You go out, maybe die. And I just shout it good commands to you. And she's like mad that he's using his like brain. <laughs> In right. this episode, she's like, who told you to investigate? You're just the guy with the gun. I send you into things. You maybe die or you don't. That's yeah. our arrangement. Like later in the scene where they meet up in the diner, it's Doggett and oh Skinner and Scully with, with Skinner showing up in his finest casual wear for this diner meeting. So they wake Doggett up in the middle of in the, the middle night. of the night. He says it. He says yeah. that. He's like, why'd you wake me for this? They make him go to a diner. Something like this could be a phone call, but they make him go. And what do they tell him? They say they tell him Skinner's like, look, Agent Doggett, Scully is taking a leave of absence. You're going to you're you're in charge of the X-Files now. Right. And he's like, hey, that's like, can I ask why? And and Scully says no. And then Doggett says, "Okay, so it's just me now. I'm the X-Files. And he's like, also, uh, email you, you you certainly you guys have email right right like he does do you conduct every meeting do, every time there's like a, a a personnel change do you wake everybody up in the middle of the night and yeah. make them meet you at a diner to go to what a, are we doing to go to a diner with one overhead light to talk yeah. about this he does they don't he does literally say thanks me thanks for getting me out of bed to tell me this yes <laughs> Because there's no good reason. And then no. he's like, Scully, tell me something. And she's like, I'm assuring you I'm not risking your life. And it's like, okay. Great. So I'm yeah. still unclear of why I'm standing here. I took a shower. It's like 1 a.m. Yeah. I need to get up at 6 a.m. I tomorrow. shaved. I shaved at 1245. Yeah. yeah. Why am I here? And there is literally no good reason. She's just really dramatic and then gets in a fucking car with a pregnant lady a car and it's like, with a pregnant lady that neither doggett nor skinner recognizes like doggett's right. like well who is that in the car and skinner says i legitimately don't know <laughs> right and so of course he calls adam baldwin because he's like clearly so, because it's it's like they're playing hard to get where they're like oh no doggett you don't want to get involved with this well we're just waking you in the middle of the night to tell you that he gets it, it's just what's the fucking point yeah, like they're playing this weird game about like keeping her pregnancy hidden from Doggett. Meanwhile, Doggett is investigating this this desperate man who came to them telling them a crazy story about his wife being murdered by doctors after giving birth to an alien. And after doing a little bit of digging, he finds out that the guy is faking his identity. The identity he took, this yeah. Duffy Haskell, is a guy that died 20 years ago. And, that, and that's why he gets Adam Baldwin involved. He's like, this guy right. has to be a CIA spook. Who is he? Yes. But also, again, like, nobody's telling him nothing. Like, if they just told him something, maybe Scully, honestly, maybe Adam Baldwin wouldn't have been involved. You know, like, 
with weird being weirdly withholding from Doggett might have caused all their problems. Right. And it's it, it's so bizarre that they don't simply say, like, listen, Doggett, uh, Scully's gotta take a leave of absence. We can't tell you why. Um, just you know, mo- right. just stay they're, away from this. They're treating um, it. They're, they're they're treating it like an episode of The Bachelor. Like they're like like yeah. Skinner and Scully seem to be weirdly uh, uh, concerned primarily with like the 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 high school melodrama of keeping her right. pregnancy secret from Doggett. And like Doggett just found out that like a dead man came into the FBI building to tell them doctors killed his wife. Right. So, and I think we should look into like- this. <laughs> Yeah, they can just say like, "Listen, we're keep moving on with the other cases right now." Scully is doing something involving that, and we just don't want to involve you because there's personal aspect. Like if they're just open, but like, at least I mean, again, in an email, like why this specific scene? I can't get past that they called him at like one or two in the morning mm-hmm. to come to a diner to tell him nothing. Yep, absolutely nothing. It's like. It's like when a teenager wants to be seen being mopey. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exact, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like clearly they want the attention. Uh, uh, I don't know why they're doing this this way. Uh, fucking madness. John Dockett does not need this. He really doesn't. There's one more thing that I wanted to call out, and that's yeah. later on in the episode, um, one of Doggett's friends comes down to talk to him while he's in the X-Files office, which is Mulder's office in the basement. And his buddy is like, what are you doing in the dark? And, yes. and Doggett says, I'm in the dark pretty much all my time in the X-Files, Joe. And obviously, we're, he's commenting on how Scully doesn't tell him anything. But right. also, it's literally always dark in Mulder's office. Yes. So, like, this is like, to me, this is like confirming that there are no lights in there. That, like, Mulder had yes. them removed. Yes. And they should. The moment Mulder got abducted, you think day two, Doug would be like, okay, let's get some, let's get some lights, lights in, here. in here. Like, the lights make Mulder's skin hurt. Yeah. Why is he existing down here like Dracula? It's, it's no need to do this. Yep. Um, Eating but again, spiders Doggett, underneath his Bigfoot poster. He's such a company guy where he's like, I guess that's how we do things here. Yep. You know? Okay, no lights. Sure. Sure. I guess, like, he's just so on board to a fault where he's just like, I don't know, man. Just tell me what to do here. Um, and he's broken at this point. He's tasted death, as we talked about yeah. in a previous episode. John Doggett literally dies to like two episodes ago, yeah. and is regurgitated by a monster that regenerates him. Uh, and so, yeah, I do believe Doggett has mostly given up. It's yeah. it's quite something. I've so. never seen someone's life get ruined. Like even Crycheck, it took a while for his life to be ruined by Mulder. Doggett's life is ruined in like a year by less Mulder. Than, less than. Like yeah, th- less. three months. Yeah. And Mulder isn't even around. Mulder's him. not even there. It's just Mulder's influence is destroying his life. Yeah. Like a, like a <sighs> ship dashed against the rocks. Right. And then his fucking friends are just coming to make fun of him now. Yeah. He's in the shit basement and people are taking turns dunking on him. Like, yeah, and, there's and, just a line like how, going out of the office. Yeah, it's like how Scully's medical career went down the drain um, the moment she got in the X-Files. Like, Doggett, he's never going to be taken seriously ever again. He's done, you know? He's going to be on, like, Discovery, like, alien documentaries from here on. Just, like, having to, like... Yeah, he's going to be on Ancient Aliens. He's going to be, like, one of their authority talking heads on Ancient Aliens because he's an FBI agent. 
Yeah, the interviews are going to be him like, oh, fuck, I don't know, man. And they're like, but you have seen aliens. And he's like, yeah, I have. <laughs> I, I, I don't... Uh. I don't care. Like poor fucking Doggett. This is it for him. Yeah, it really is. He's he's done. Uh, should we get into fireball offenses? Sure. Um fuck, man. I uh, I I I completely didn't even think about it cuz Mulder in this it's not it's fireable from like a friendship. Yeah. Like he should be ejected from his relationship with Scully. Yes. Uh, in terms of the FBI, I don't think we get anything. Not um, really. Scully makes some weird decisions with the the pregnant woman she's trying to help, but there's it's, a yeah. There's a case to be made that yeah. Scully kidnapped a pregnant woman who thought she had an alien in her, and when you look at that from like say an outside perspective, doesn't look right. She's not wrong, you know. Um, but it's one of those conspiracy episodes where you always wonder, like, I don't know, it feels like they can just fire them. Right, like, how, did, right, how does this look on paper? This looks insane on paper. Right. It's that thing where, like, in old episodes, they'd be like, why don't we just kill Boulder? And they'd be like, you risk turning one man's religion into crusade. And it's like, okay, but you could, like, fire him, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, we could, like, like, we could, like, certainly. we could, like, drown him at a pool, right? Right. Like, Mulder um, just turns up in the surf. Right. And in this case, it's like, they could on paper. With his ankle lashed to a surfboard. Right. They could make a case that Scully kidnapped a woman who was uh, delusional. Uh, But, you know, it's hard. It's tough because it's all conspiracy shit at this point. It's that weird aspect to the X-Files that I always like to mention, um, which is like... The cigarette smoking man is Mulder's mortal enemy, but also just like a guy in his office. Mm-hmm. So like, there's got to be like a couple see- times Mulder he was literally like, sees him in the break room in one episode. Exactly. Like, there's got to be a point where like he was taking a dump next to him in the bathroom. Like, uh, like it's a weird dynamic. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, not much for fireball offenses. I would say. Um, name the enabler. I guess Skinner, in a way. Yeah, he's enabling the Scully shit for sure. Like, he calls Doggett into this office, you know? Um, If we're talking about who's enabling Scully, it's definitely Skinner. Like, or not into the office, into the diner. Like, it's Skinner doing the weird smoke and mirrors shit. Um, Not being a very good boss. Yeah. Being like a weirdo, you know? Yeah, I guess he's not technically their boss anymore. Is it? Well, oh, that's know. right. Kirsch is. I mean, he's still right. assist, assistant director, but like, anyway, he's just sort of a guy who like hangs out with them. Um, yeah, I think it's Skinner. It's the closest thing we have to an enabler in the episode. Yeah, I mean, Scully enables uh, Mulder's jizz, Mulder's porn habit. You know, Mulder doesn't need that much enabling for that. No, he really doesn't. He was going to jerk off to a cup that day either way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, it's time for Crazy Like a Fox then. Oh, man, it sure is, folks. This is the part of the episode where we assign a numerical rating from 1 to 10 to grade Agent Fox Mulder and Agent Scully's behavior. Uh, it, one being cool, collected, professional, adult, a representative of the American government. Uh, mm. A 10 being none of those things. Yeah. Well, I would say a representative of the American government 
is a bad metric just because that's of how true. unhinged the things we've done. That's but true. I, I, you, you all get it. An authority so figure. Scully. Yeah. Scully's a 10, right? Just Scully, for Scully's Mulder's a flat out sperm. 10. Scully's a flat out 10 for everything she yeah. does in this episode. Wanting Mulder's sperm. Um, the, the, the baby museum that she's just like, well, yeah. that was peculiar. Don't need to yeah. follow up on that. Normally, so it should be noted that normally tens are reserved to put like putting a lot of lives in danger. But what sometimes elevates it is just acts of just like, you know, breathtaking fucking just unhinged. Sheer acts. unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. And Scully, after eight fucking years with Mulder, just being like, I want your sperm. That's enough for me. That's enough. Where it's like, really, really Scully. Him. Um, out of all the people you th- theoretically know, this guy. Yeah. Out of a stranger. Um, and a man so, who didn't have a bed until another man took possession of his body. Right. <laughs> yes, Mulder does not have a bed for five seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, equally, uh, 10, I would say, is Mulder for keeping the fact that his partner and friend is barren away from her for years that that entire scene is a 10 it's 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 the 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 fact of that secret that he kept the way that he tells her that secret and the fact that he finishes telling her i knew about your 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 scooped out eggs they were in a government facility i took him to a guy he said no dice so i threw him in the trash as he's getting off the elevator yep and the fact that both characters completely unfazed by the news Neither of them think there's anything wrong with what just happened. Uh, it's a 10 all around. We're just balls. Deep Tens ten. all around. Yes. Yeah. That is fucking wild. It's a real binary episode. Yeah. One ten, zero, one ten. zero. Yep. Yep. Holy shit. This episode really snuck up on yeah, me. Yeah. What a journey. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was fucking floored by this. Uh, it's, I, it's a weird 10 because it's a 10. That's all just dialogue. Like, it's just the things the characters say. Usually Mulder has to, I don't know, hijack a gondola. <laughs> or jump or put, onto a train. Yeah. yeah, or jump onto the top of a train or give someone like a civilian a gun um, in that episode as well. Uh, or, you know, get on a plane with an alien explosive device. Uh, usually it's an action. And this time it's just words. <laughs> it's just him uh, existing as himself. Yeah, my goodness. Man, well, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting two tens when I started this episode, but they come, they come quick and they come hard in this episode. Yeah. Like, like Mulder. <laughs> like Mulder. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> gross. Real mm-hmm. gross. Ah, <laughs> uh. uh, so that's the episode. Man, um, we've done it. That was a sewed. Mm. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but next episode, I believe, is the return of Mulder, not just in flashback form. I think so. I, I think, think you're right. Yeah. So we got we got a uh, a, a whole lot to deal with soon. Uh, we got a lot of tents on the horizon, um, and so if people are interested, you know, if you if you haven't yet, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed to get all of these episodes. Also other episodes uh, or other uh, uh, series like Tom and Jeff watch Batman, uh, Star Trek, the next Futurama, Spielboys. Those are all exclusive podcasts for just $5 a month. You get four different podcasts. Yeah. For $5. Yeah. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. 
Uh, we actually also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Um, we should we should do fight the future again at some point. I oh, would delight absolutely. in that. Absolutely, we we should do yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameplanEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs, including some Mulder designs. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of Mulder stuff. We do have a lot of Mulder stuff. You can get it on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your Bigfoot Jack and Peepers onto yeah. that. We do have a Mulder Bigfoot. We have the Mulder courtroom sketch. Uh, That's the best one. I think that's the best there's, one. There's, there's a lot of, there's they're a, all, they're all great. There's a but, couple of good, ones. Uh, the field where I died one. There's some good ones. <laughs> yeah, there is. And of course the fucking always sunny, uh, Mulder. Yes. Yeah. Mulder uh, with the yeah. uh, conspiracy chart. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh God, beautiful. Check beautiful it maniac. out. Check it out. Yeah. And happy Mulder day as always. As always to you and yours. Keep Mulder in your heart. Yeah. Don't let him out. In your heart. Don't let him out. And in your, in your OVA. Yeah. Keep them in your womb. Keep in your uh, womb. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, little boulders squirming in there. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't like that at all. Where's, where's my sister? Where's my sister? <laughs> Gross. Artwork for Fox Mulder's A Maniac is produced by Starlene Hodge. Follow her on Twitter at StarleneX, that's Starlene with an X, or check out her delightful webcomic at rubywhipple.com. <laughs>